Hey, it's your girl Dara sitting here with a mic and a glass of wine, talking to some great friends about some interesting topics. Thank you for tuning in to My Voice with Dara and Friends. Oh, 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 oh. It's your girl Dara D in the house. She coming through, spit the truth out of mouth. She rocking to the left. She rockin' to the right She rockin' low, she rockin' high She rockin' out of sight I gotta keep the PG for the show Tryna see what the teenagers know And so I came and had them on my show So sit back, relax, and let me know Oh, ayy, 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 am so glad you decided to come back and join us with my voice with Dara and friends and today today my people today we have a really great show for you guys so it's kind of um not what y'all used to you know I know y'all used to it being real loud and live and all of this extra extraness going on. I'm gonna be honest, it is a lot of extra going on because not only am I extra, but my daughter, who is my guest, she's extra and she's on the get on on this episode, as well as two of her best friends. Um, and that is Arrington uh and also Evie. And their parents allowed them to come on my show. They entrusted their children with me. Listen, I don't know what these parents was thinking when they let these kids come up on Dara's show. But when you come on my voice with Dara and friends, anything is bound to go down. And what I love about this episode is these children, uh, these children, these young ladies, I'm not going to call them children. These young ladies were very, very, um, open and honest about what it's like to be 13 brown living in America female in school system and they just basically dropped the tea let me tell you to be honest Evie Evie is the one who was spilling all the tea um not just the tea about what it's like to be you know brown and in America but she was she was dropping the tea on her own friends she one of them friends you gotta watch out for it's like um no no ma'am but what I like about them kind of friends, they ain't holding no bars. You got to, them the ones you got to be, them kind of friends are the ones you got to be like, yo, don't tell nobody. Because they are the ones that if you do not put the disclaimer on that this is top secret G14 classified sealed file information they literally feel like they can just tell anybody anything is all shared information which i am one of them people you gotta put me you gotta put that stamp in that seal and that glue and make sure you give me that disclaimer to let me know because my mouth would just go running sometimes and i'll be like oh wait i wasn't supposed to tell that well you didn't tell me that and so for people who are open books it's hard for us to keep information honey just saying baby boy you should have let me known that you didn't want nobody to ha- oh wait okay wait bring it back bring it back because this is a pg show um my daughter Teresa bless um you can go follow her on ig at Teresa dot bless that's t-i-r 
Z-A-H dot bless. She's on IG. Um, well, and she's also, she has a YouTube channel. She's a YouTuber. She wants to be an influencer. So if you guys follow me, um, please go follow my daughter as well. She's definitely, not even for you, but if you have children, she's um, a very positive. If you <laughs> Listen, just imagine me in a younger form and Tom's 10. Like she's me in a younger form, much more beautiful, much more funny, and much more real but on her age level. And that's what I love about her. And she's much more um, positive and motivational. Like she has a, like, if you think I'm amazing, imagine me times 10, but younger. So go follow her. Tell your children to follow her. She's very um, positive and and has a great outlook on life and a great future ahead of her. Um, But this conversation that I wanted to have with them was about what it's like to be 13 brown female in in America. And we dealt with some really, like, really great issues. And they they talked about, you know, how we as parents and how we as a community and as a whole should look at the teenagers today and some of the things that they're going through. So if you care enough to listen, you know, this is definitely a great episode. I think the only way that we're actually going to get to a place where um, we feel like we're growing as a, a community, as a whole in the black community, is to, one, start to educate our young people, and two, start to be educated by our young people. And by that, I mean, yes, while we're teaching them and guiding them and giving them the tools to be able to become you know, productive citizens of this community and of this life, that there is certain things that they're also going through that we can also learn from if we listen, if we sit down and hear exactly what it is they're going through. I know one of of the biggest things I used to have a, a problem with when I was a child is that I used to always hear, you know, you, a child should be seen and not heard and all this other, other, it's so, it's a plethora of these sayings where it, you make, it make you feel like you don't have a voice. Hence, again, I continue to tell y'all, this is why my show is called My Voice is because no one, no one should be silenced when it comes to speaking about their journey and speaking about the things that matter to them. And I feel like the only way that we're going to actually see real growth is if we begin to start, you know, feeding our minds with these positive images and and allowing them to feed back into us. Because <laughs> what does the song say? The children are our future. And as cheesy as that sounds, it is the it is the God honest truth. Like they are the future. They are the ones that we're trying to build up to create to keep this nation in this in in our heritage going like when they talk about um the legacy that's what they mean what are you passing down to your children i don't think at the end of the day we're not just talking about money but we're talking about what knowledge are you passing down what um images are you passing down what are what is the legacy that your children is going to take with them that's going to be inside of them because money can come and go like all these different things that we're trying to hold on to what are you really giving your child you know what i mean like I just don't understand, like, is your child being in a place where they're going to continue this slave mentality or are you giving them something that's going to pull them out of that? You know, Frederick Douglass is, uh, uh, he has a, he has a quote that I really love where he talks about, um, it says something, oh, my brain is going to work right now and I promise you, you have, you have seen a man become a slave 
but you shall now see a slave become a man or something like that. It's somewhere along those lines. And I'm probably jacking the whole darn thing up. But Frederick Douglass says something in that in that tone. And I think to me what that means is we breaking a cycle. We're breaking the cycle of continuing the slave mentality. You know, we 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 already know what a slave looked like. We know what it means to be a slave to not just in the fields and a slave to picking cotton and a slave to, you know, the sugarcane fields and all these different things that we was doing back in the day. But we know what it means to be a slave in your mind, a slave in your spirit, a slave in your soul and a slave to society and these ideal ideologies that, you know, they have given us. But now it's time to break that cycle. And what are we giving them? And at the same time, are we listening to them and what they're going through? So anywho, I know I just rambled on and that was probably a lot. Somebody let me know whether I got that Frederick Douglass quote right. Matter of fact, when I finish recording this, I'm probably going to look it up myself. <laughs> Listen, but um, because I'm definitely a Googler. I'm a Googler, YouTuber, YouTuber, not YouTuber per se, but listen, check out this episode. I'm going to shut up. Follow my daughter, Tearsa.bless on Instagram and Tearsa.bless on YouTube. Um, if you just type in Tearsa.bless, her name, T-I-R-Z-A-H, T-I-R-Z-A-H, and it's pronounced Tearsa. Bless, spelled B-L-E-S-S. If you just type that into the YouTube search, I promise you, all my life, it will come up. And if it don't, then hit me up and I'll make sure I send you the link. Um, but tell your daughters and your, your sons that's in that age range to go ahead and follow her because she's definitely dope. She's my daughter. And follow me on all social media platforms at My Voice Podcast. Sorry. At My Voice Podcast. There is no cursing in this episode and there is no wine in this episode. We drank water. Well, they drank water. I drank coffee and we had a great time. So check it out. Hey, hey, what's the dealio? It's your girl Dara and you are listening to My Voice with Dara and Friends. I am sitting here li- talking to um, some very beautiful brown skinned young women in front of me. I did. Beautiful, black, young women. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't be trying to correct me. As y'all know, that's my child that was just speaking. Her name is Tirza. Tirza, why don't you introduce yourself? So, my name's Tirza. Mostly out of the people here, I'm the coolest. And (laughs) so, I'm 13. And yeah. You just turned 13 not too long ago, right? When was your birthday? December 16th. December. Sag is in the house. You already know. So, who else is there? There's Arrington. Arrington is Hi. best friend number one. I'm the chill one. I'm not that cool, but I'm chill. <laughs> <laughs> you are so cool. Don't say that. You're absolutely cool. I think all of y'all are cool, to be honest. Of course, I'm cool. Like one of the things That's I think Teresa takes after me about is like picking great friends. I'm an amazing friend picker. She's the good sure one. I don't know about these people. Man, okay, so Arrington. <laughs> how old are you, Arrington? I'm 13 years old. When is your birthday, Arrington? October 1st, 2005. October 1st. Libra's in the building. So we got Sash, we got Libra, and next on the list... We got Aries. Aries in the building. I mean, Shane turns 13 yet, so... Well, you know, March 21st is coming. I'm going to need you to speak in, too, because you know you already talk low. Hi. Can you you hear me? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear me? (laughs) As y'all can already tell, this is going to be one of the most challenging podcasts (laughs) I've ever done. Um, Because y'all also know that I curse, but I do not curse in front of children. 
So I will not be cursing this episode. <laughs> and I will not be drinking wine. Guys, where we have Tears water. Tears' mom loves wine. <laughs> she loves wait. it. Oh, wait. Okay. So we got Evie. Evie, this time, introduce yourself in the mic. Okay. My name is Evie. I'm 12 years old. My birthday is March 21st. Yes. And... You just made it, though. You're, like, on a cusp. So you're, like, Aries slash Pisces. Mm-hmm. Aries season starts on my birthday. Yeah. Yep. You're on a cusp. That means you're going to be a little cuckoo. You know that, right? Yes. She is she already. already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you were saying something to me earlier that I was like, no, girl, wait to say that when you on my podcast. What would you say about me earlier? Oh, yeah. So Tears' mom, she has a beautiful heart. And she's really pretty. And she's funny. She's a good social person. She's... She's so nice to me. She she really just loves for me to braid her hair when I she comes over here. I love when she cornrows my hair. I think that that's <laughs> the only thing she loves about me. So I have you ladies on here to talk about being young. Because I think we never really, I think sometimes we always think about how it feels to be black in a female or black in a male um, in America. Or we think about like how we have two different types of stigmas against us. When we're we women fighting for certain things, and as a black woman, we're fighting for certain things. But I never think about the fact that y'all are young teenagers, so that is a challenge in and of itself. Y'all are female, that's a challenge in and of itself, and you're brown skin, so that is another challenge on top of that. So yes, we're going to be talking about being brown, thirteen, and female today. <laughs> So first, let's talk about some real easy topics. How was school today, ladies? <laughs> school was pretty. It was good. They had us testing in three classes. I know, yeah. We took a test in social studies. We took a test a in math. On, so. right. Yeah, she came, yeah. she came in the house like bragging about her 97 <laughs> in social studies, yeah. I got a 91. Ew. Ew. But yeah. I had a math test and I don't know what I got. I, I know had, that's right, I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't need to know. Don't even want to know. Don't want to <laughs> So what are some challenges y'all think y'all face today? Like what's like the biggest challenge being a 13-year-old, about to be 13-year-old, um, <laughs> in middle school? Like what's big, the biggest challenges y'all think y'all face in middle school? Studying and stuff. Not talking? Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that sounds like a personal challenge. <laughs> Arthur, she said not talking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel like kids our age feel like it's like we can't breathe alone. So, like, I feel like sometimes you gotta le- you have to learn how to, like, rock it by yourself, you know? Mm. Like, always being in, like, y'all always gotta be in a crowd kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they always, people put their trust in other people too. I think other people put their trust in people too easily. Mm-hmm. So, I hate this thing. <laughs> I do. So, like, when they, like, betray their trust, they just don't trust anybody anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That never changes. Like, you become an adult, and you all the way, like, you think you got it together, and you're like, oh, okay. So, you put your trust in somebody, whether it's a friend or a man or female, and then they break your heart, or they do something, you know, to uh, to break that trust, being dishonest, cheating, whatever the case is, and then all of a sudden you have this thing in your head. It's like, you know what? 
Forget everybody. I'm not going to trust nobody. I don't trust no one. Trust no man. You know, no new friends. This, yeah. And they do all that kind of stuff. Trust me, that doesn't stop. Like, when you become adult. And then you realize how stupid you sound, and you get back <laughs> on track. So, it's just that simple. So, speaking of relationships, mm-hmm. what is... Let's just jump right into it. What <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is relationships like in relationships like in middle school? Relationships in middle school is... I like how Evie just telling all the... She, every time she <laughs> come like, over here, she just tell all the tea. It's like holding hands in the hallway, meeting at the bathroom to hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> true. <laughs> like, like when you see each other, it's like... You give them a little side hug, and everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, calm down. Yeah. So who has a boyfriend here? Arrington. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told oh, y'all. Yeah. You remember whenever we, 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 it was my birthday party, and your big mouth self has Evie as a Yo, I wish y'all could okay, see wait, Arrington let's... giving Evie the, like, the look like, yo, you just put me on blast. Like, that's how we you do really now. <laughs> you putting me on blast? Look at Arrington. She's like, now <laughs> I got to reevaluate my true friends. On my birthday? Seriously, I don't know you remember what happened on my birthday last year. Mm, you put Ooh. me on blast in front of my mother. Ooh. Mm. Y'all just blast. So this is what friends do now? Blast each other? See, I told you, you can't trust no one. Trust no one. So, what is it like being a brown girl in middle school today? Like, you guys learn about... My question, my biggest question is this. Do you feel like there's enough people that represent you and what you're learning in school? No. And explain. Especially, okay. Into the mic, though. I remember when we like when we were learning about, especially in fourth grade. I don't know why this was like a specific year that we learned about this, but when we learned about slavery and segregation and all that in the United States, like mm-hmm. in the past, it was usually like all of my teachers in that grade like didn't really under like understand like even if we have the what college grade was today, this? fourth grade. So all my yeah, all my teachers were white in fourth grade. So when we learned about slavery and segregation is like they were trying to like make it seem like they understand but like they don't understand that we might still like i mean we have some of these problems still today so mm-hmm. yeah, like, they were like but it's all it's done today and stuff like that was like it's like some <laughs> teachers like i noticed it too like people will look down on you because of the color of your skin and it's like people they don't treat it as like it's a real problem mm-hmm. but it is because People, like, they're just not realizing, you know what I mean? Like, people are just not realizing that some people, like, it, it take, you take, you have to take offense into that. Because, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just, it's not right. They'll, like, make certain jokes uh-huh. about, okay, say. Give me an example. Okay, well. Okay, so in our school, we don't do it on purpose, but, like, we're kind of separated, but, like, we don't do it on purpose. So, like, most of the groups are, like, either black or white, but we don't, like, it's not intentional. So, but if you're, like, all together in a group, like, say if we're at lunch, and, oh, yeah, the other day, I think someone, like, accidentally, like, so, like, if we're playing around, like, oh, throw this away from me, slave, and then, like, I was the only black person at the table, and she asked me to do it. But I don't think she did it on purpose, because, like, we joke around like that, and it was kind of awkward, because I was the only black person at the table, and it was like look at oh, Arrington's face. Okay, just gonna okay. But did was, you throw it away? Is the question? Did it you, was just a joke, but it, but you, do you person. feel like okay? So do you feel like 
certain jokes like that have to be addressed, though, to yeah. bring awareness to certain things? I think it should because jokes like that, like, they aren't funny because, especially if I'm black, because I, like, I know, like, my ancestors had to deal with, like, difficult stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, like, somebody calling me that because, not that I can feel their actual pain, but, like, I, like, feel a connection because, like, the people that I'm related to, like, from the past, like, have had to deal with that. Right. So, right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, though. You had another incident happen to you, going back to your fourth grade oh, yeah, situation, when y'all was learning about the slavery and everything like that. And that was when I was going to go up to the school and get a little crazy, because you said <laughs> the girl, you was playing on a, y'all, was, y'all went to recess, mm-hmm. and the girl was standing, you were standing in the shade, and the girl told you to get out the shade. The shade was for white people. And... How does that, first of all, how did that incident make you feel? Did it change, like, how you felt like you had to approach yes. the situation now being in the environment that you're in? So, like, before fourth grade, I feel like that's when they thought that we were mature enough to, like, learn about it. So, well, I think y'all are. Yeah, I, think I feel it, like we are, but a... that's when the teachers feel like, okay, now they're ready to learn about it. So, when she said that, it kind of, like, it. I don't know, like, when we were learning about it, it was like, oh... That happened. It was school, so I didn't really like. But if when it actually happens to you, it's like, oh, this is like still a problem. Like this isn't a thing of the past. This is like. And y'all go to a mixed school. Yeah. Like, do you feel like black people, black young black people, have discriminations towards each other? No. Well. So y'all don't experience that, like colorism. You know what colorism is? Like okay, so. Light skin, dark skin. Oh, yes. Yeah. Straight Definitely. hair, long hair, Definitely. afro okay. hair, you know, those types of um, mm-hmm. uh, discriminatory, like, topics or terms like or today, descriptions. I remember, so, I remember today during um, PE, I was hanging out with Colin. And you know Colin has dark skin. And, um... When am I go? Colin has dark skin. And so, and I was hanging out with him, and I wasn't hanging out with Trine. And then Trine was getting mad and then in the next class that I had with her course she was just like I don't even know why you I don't even know why you hang out with Colin like his skin is the color of my book bag and my color and the and my book bag was black and she was and I was just like looks do not matter the personality is what matters like I don't look at I don't look at skin I don't look at that whenever I look for a friend a friend is someone who is going to be there for you when you need them you agree? Yeah, I agree. And you was, so you are, just so you know, Evie is actually Caribbean. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like there's a discrimination towards you or do you feel like you belong um, in the group of people that don't look like you? Do you get feel, do you feel like you get treated differently? Do people mistakenly, Yeah, I mean, you know. Because like, I feel like sometimes people will, they'll be like, they'll just like, look say like oh why are you hanging out with them like I remember like like I remember I started hanging out with a different type of people and people and like some of my old friends they were like oh like you kind of just left me for like the popular kids and like I was just like I don't like to be called popular you know like I (laughs) hate it like like (laughs) I don't like it like so y'all you would consider y'all like popular kids are y'all popular those two are it's like Arrington. Like, you are popular, but like no it's one, like, none of the 
popular kids want to be called popular. Like, want to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm really popular. Like, we might joke around like that, but no one really wants to put that label on them. Like, because, like, Cause, you know, social like, media and stuff, the way they, like, put them out there, no one wants to be called popular. Like, whenever you say, whenever you hear a popular kids, you hear, like, speak up. Whenever you hear of popular kids, you hear of them like, oh, they're mean, they bully the other kids, but like, that doesn't, like, that's not what it takes to be popular. It means like, you're a social person, you talk to people, you have like, you're, you're known, you have a lot of associates at your school, you know? Mm-hmm. Arrington. Yeah, outside of school, I usually <laughs> like, talk about dance a lot, but when I'm in school, I don't really like to talk about like, dance and stuff, because I'm like, shy sometimes. And like I don't really like to dance in front of people a lot. So mm. I don't but like if you've seen Arrington dance, this girl can Sis. dance. Yeah. She said she can't I dance. Did see She's her lying. Dance. She's lying. Mm. Do not. Like believe. they call her the best dancer at her school. Like she could dance. Really? Like if we did those things that they Arrington, do, I'm not buying this. I'm shy. Then you do know that. <laughs> I know. Like I know you. You do know that. I know you. Right. So yeah. I'm not buying the. Now testing. Aloha. Yes. Yes. I will guess that. Yes. Yes. Cross my chest. Yes. I just broke your neck. neck. Yes. Oh, okay. Is that something like, I don't know what that is. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to leave it at now. Okay. So, Arrington, back to you. What are some of the challenges you feel like you face as just being a brown girl today, period? Um, Period. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I honestly don't even focus on it sometimes because I mm, wouldn't move closer. I wouldn't focus on it sometimes because I'm kind of just I just focus on my schoolwork and don't care what other people say. Ooh, period, period, <laughs> exclamation point! <laughs> yes, I'm loving that. So, when it comes to looking in the mirror at yourself, what are some of the things you feel about yourself? And what is some, whether it's like, because I'm thinking about now, you know, like going through puberty, one of the things that they always talk about is, you know, you go through these changes. And I think sometimes self-image plays a big role. And when we start having those changes in our lives, we look at ourselves differently. We start to feel a different type of confidence, lower or higher self-esteem. And I just want to know what is some of the things that you guys feel about yourself and do social media affects that at all to you it does well yeah Yeah. social media really does not help like a lot of you so it's this thing called lipsy and like you could slide up and say something and it's like all anonymous so people like you could just post it on your snapchat slide up on my lipsy and like nobody you don't know who's saying it but they could just slide up and say whatever they want and it'll show up on your phone like what 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 they saying about you Mm mm-hmm and, like, whenever you look at it, some of it is just, like, you know, it's, like, um, hurtful because people will say bad things about you. And, like, I was just, like, social media, like, people don't know how, like, people don't understand how other people will feel. Like, they say stuff, like, I'm jo- I'm just joking, but it hurts other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, when I'm looking through Snapchat, like, I follow like YouTubers, so they're kind of famous. And I'll just be looking like, oh my God, they're so pretty, they're so pretty. And I'm like, like when I look in the mirror, I don't know, I just find insecurities about myself. And especially when like other people say they're like, oh, your face is like really 
bumpy or whatever. Like I think somebody said that breaking out. Day. Yeah, that puberty. He, That's yeah, that puberty. Said, oh yeah, you need proactive. And then he said, "Oh, I'm just kidding." I was like, mm, "Okay." Like I, I didn't laugh at all because I was like, "That actually kind of hurt." But yeah, people they say they say what they mean, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that was mean." I'm just kidding. or they try to add the LOL to it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, JK. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I look on like Instagram or Snapchat, I would follow like people who do hair a lot or like natural hair stuff, and like um, I look at their posts and I'm like, oh my god, I want that hair so bad, and like it's really hard because like Evie, she's really pretty, and Tears is really pretty too, and I say I'm pretty, but like like I'm not ugly either, but like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, like, sometimes I want to, like, I will try to, like, fix myself up to, like, make me pretty. Like, I'll try to do my face or I'll try to do hair, but it won't really work as if I wanted it to work. But what are you trying to fix up, though? Like, just my hair and my face, because I feel like my hair and my face are, like, the main problems. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think you're beautiful. I think all of y'all are beautiful. And I remember, I don't know if Tears really wants me talking about, like, her stuff, but... You know, some of the main conversations me and her have, only because I could see Arrington tearing up a little bit. Um, one of the things me and Tears would talk about a lot. I'm sorry to put you on blast. I don't mean to. Um, she was having some of those same issues, though. She was, you know, crying to me last night about some of the things she felt about herself and her insecurities. And I, I always wonder, like, what is it that we can be doing as people I know y'all think when y'all parents say, oh my God, you're so beautiful, but I think you're beautiful. I think I think all of y'all are beautiful. Neither one of y'all are my daughters, but I say it to tears of two. And I'm just trying to understand, is this something that we can do to like help y'all um, have more confidence about yourselves and be more um, feel more beautiful than what you feel? Because like I just want to know, what is it that parents or adults or just black women, like do you need more black girl images do you feel like there's enough of images walking around that look like you like that you feel are beautiful like what is some of the things that we can do it makes me feel into the mic Teresa. i always like okay i'll tell errington and evie like i don't like my hair and like we'll joke around about it but like i actually don't like it sometimes. i know you don't because like errington me and her are always talking about hair because we facetime in the morning so she's doing her hair or i'm doing my hair like, usually one of us either has braids and one of us has her hair out. Or she, she's always complaining about her hair. Her hair is so pretty. Arrington, I do not like my hair. Her hair is so pretty and it's so curly. And then it's so long. And then when I'm like, Arrington, your hair is so pretty. She's like, so is yours. And I'm like, mm-mm. I just. I don't I like get, it. like, how you guys can be so, your hair is pretty, your hair is pretty. Hers is not that far off from yours, just so you know. It really isn't. But she but where actual- are we getting, where are we getting the idea that I have to compare my beauty to somebody else's beauty? Like you said, um, Evie, she's really beautiful. And Evie's like, you're really beautiful. Now, it's one thing to be able to look at somebody and say, I think you're beautiful. But it's another thing to say, you're, you know, I think you're beautiful because I don't look like you. I feel like I'm not beautiful. Do that make sense? Yeah. Like, back to whatever you say, what can parents do to, like, make their kids feel more beautiful? Like, it's really nothing you can do. Mm. People, kids are going to always doubt themselves. There's always going to be that level of, like, no confidence in yourself. But that's something that we as a person have to work on ourselves. I like that. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, as much as people are going to say that we're beautiful, we're always going to find one, like, flaw. We're always going to find something that's, like, like, with me, like, I hate my teeth. I do not like my teeth at all. And, like, it's, like... Did y'all not know that? I knew that. But yeah. I always tell you, I'm like, your teeth are so pretty. And she's like, pointing. You and do the I went, same now thing, Now I need mommy. to see. Let like, me see. Smile. What are we not liking? Like, okay. So, like, so like I hate, like, how the, these two are, like, longer than the rest. <laughs> like, no. And, like, how some of it, it's just, like, not, like, it just doesn't line up with the rest. And so I just, I hate that. Like, I just do not like it at all. And it's, like, I have to, like, to go to the side so you can see like this one part and like you just like, <laughs> you know what now that I think about it every time that I ask y'all to take a picture is that why you always smile with your like you always do like this cute like little pinch of the lip yeah. thing like mm-hmm. oh I'm so glad I got some pictures of y'all laughing because your smile is gorgeous like when we was taking pictures and I'm looking through them earlier today I'm looking that your smile is gorgeous so I, I just don't know what it is. I tears know how big, I'm big on this. I'm really mm-hmm. big on getting, especially brown, brown girls, to see how beautiful you are in the sense of you looking in the mirror and seeing how beautiful you are. So what are some things, since you was the one who said, you know, that's something we have to work on on ourselves, mm-hmm. how can we move forward with that information? Like, what is it that we can do? To move forward, well, y'all can do to move forward with that information. I feel like with that, like, like, like I said before, you just have to grow on it. Like, I feel like one day we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna feel like, you know, I am who I am, and like this is like this is me. If you don't like me, then you don't have to like me. But I feel I just feel like I I have so much doubt in myself that I'm not good enough for other people. But like. And I know it's like, oh, you don't have to like, you don't have to do this for nobody. But like, you know, sometimes I just feel like, oh, like I'm just not enough. Like, it's amazing to me though that y'all don't talk. Why? Do, why isn't this something that y'all talk about with each other? Y'all don't talk about these types of things and uplift each other the way y'all do. Like, this is not something y'all do. Well, for me, talking about my feelings is like a really hard thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I really need to get something off my chest, then I'll go to Evie or Errington. But besides that, I usually keep it to myself because I'll try to explain it and they'll be like, wait, what'd you say? Like, I don't understand that. I'm like, no one, never mind. It doesn't matter. So I just, like, keep it to myself. So, because I don't like, especially with feelings, like, I already don't like talking about it. So mm-hmm. if I have to repeat it again, it's like, okay, they must not understand, like, the way I'm trying to explain it. So just never mind. Yeah. So I, when when your mom is looking at you and she's like, Arrington, I think you're the most beautiful girl ever. Do you hear, or your friends, when they think when they say, I think you're beautiful too, what is it that you're hearing? Um, when I when my friends call me beautiful. I heard that in the mic too. <laughs> <laughs> when my friends call me beautiful, um, it like builds my self-confidence up. But like when my mom calls me beautiful, it build it builds my self my self-confidence up too, but like it doesn't build as much up as my friends do because I hear my mom tell me that I'm beautiful like almost every day but to hear from them it makes me like it makes me happier and it makes me like make me want to do more Mm. why doesn't why don't children believe their parents when we say it like I just don't understand because sometimes I feel like they're just saying it because exactly because they just want to say I'm your daughter they're they're your mom like of course oh so like the movie Wonder he mm-hmm. was like, 
oh, I'm really ugly. And I'm not going to say he's ugly because, like, even I didn't think he was ugly. But his mom, like, he was like, oh, I don't believe you because I still think I'm ugly because you're my mom. You're supposed to say I'm pretty. I mean, not pretty. Like, you're supposed to say I'm handsome or whatever. Because, like, you're the mom. Like, it's not like you'll tell your own kid that he's ugly. Like, this doesn't, I don't know. It's like. So when you're feeling that way about yourself, like, how cruel is it? in the schools these days? Is it what we think it is? Is it exaggerated? Do y'all think we're overthinking it? Well, right now, I feel like, especially the boys, they'll, like, judge us the most, but they won't really tell us to our face. They'll, like, talk about it to other boys. Like, they'll do these Q&As, like, not at our school, but, like, at other schools, they'll be like, oh, light skins or dark skins, like. Oh, so they still, that's what I meant by colorism, Yeah, though. that's yeah. what I was going to talk about. yeah. They'll be like, oh, I like mixed girls with curly hair. And it's like, what about, like, on Lipsy that Evie was talking about, this one girl slid up on one of my friends' story, and she was like, would you date, a, like, a dark skin, like, with 4C hair? And I was, like, really looking at that because I was like, I have that type of hair. So I was, like, going to look at his answer. He was like, oh, no, I don't like those type of girls. I was like, I just don't understand. Like, how do you have, like... How are you going to judge somebody off of their looks that much? And yeah, I just don't like when people do that. I hate when people do that. Like, like being I, stereotypical. Stereotypical. I hate stereotypical people. Like, I know hate is a strong word, but, like, it's something that, like, you don't judge people off of their looks. You don't know what they're going through and what type of personality that they have. You don't know what's going on in their house. It's not something that you it's not something that you ever want to do. Being stereotypical is like is like saying, "Oh, because she has dark skin, she's going to be rude." And that's something that I see always just like why do you do that, you know? And um, especially like in our school, they'll like group stuff together. No, oh. the microphone. They'll, <laughs> they'll like group stuff. I have to do so much editing. <laughs> <laughs> they'll group stuff together with like a color. So, say if a white girl wanted to put locks in her hair, I don't know. She wants to put locks in her hair. She wanted to wear hoops. So they'll be like, "Oh no, that's a black girl thing. Like you can't do that." Like we had that problem the other day. So this white girl, she wore hoops, and they were like, "Oh no, that's like a that's like a black girl thing. You can't do that." I was like. Everyone was, like, going off on social media. They're like, um, that's not cool. Like, it really isn't to, like, basically be stereotypical. Like, you can't, just because the color of your skin or, like, the way you look, that doesn't mean, like, you have, I don't know, you just. So, basically, the white girl wearing hoops is her, they, they call that, like, basically, they're still in our style. Yeah. And you don't think black people have a style? I feel like they do, but saying that other races can't have them. It's just, like, have some of our style is just, that's not cool. Like, if they want to do that, then they want to do that. You can't just pick on them just because they want to do their thing. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Who would you say you look up to? Like, what are some of y'all role models? Um, it can be somebody you know, somebody you don't know. Who are people you guys, like, look up to? Somebody you can look to to say, you know what? I aspire to be that. Like, I get my energy and my motivation from her or him or... Aaliyah it. Simone. It. 
Aaliyah Simone. I, lo- I love that you love Aaliyah Simone, by the way. Shout out to Aaliyah Simone. She's the reason, okay, she's the reason I wanted to start a YouTube channel in the first place. Yeah, check my daughter out on YouTube. Tears of Blast. <laughs> Tears of Blast all over the internet. Um, It's like, she's so confident in herself. Even though, like, I feel like everyone jokes around with herself. Like, they'll be like, pull up a camera like, oh, I'm ugly. Or, like, she'll joke around like that. But truly, I know she's, like, She'll do, she'll do like inspirational videos every so often, and she'll be like, "I know I'm pretty, and like I need everyone else to know that." So, I just like I want to be. I don't want to be her, but I want to be like her. Like, right. As I, grow. she's somebody you can look to in a positive light. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you know her because I know you listen to a lot of dancehall, but Shancia. Mm I don't know a lot of dancehall by name no more. Shansia, she's Jamaican. Shout out to the Jamaican people out there. Hey, J-A. Oh, yeah. That black, Pink. green, and yellow. I mean, uh, black, white, and yellow. Black, green, black, and I yellow. I said it right the first time. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. But yeah. And um, I really like her because she's like, she has a son and like, he's beautiful. And he's, she's such a like, good mother to him. And like, he, she cooks for him. And like, you know, Caribbean people could cook when they cook. Period. <laughs> So like, she like she, I, she cooks for him, and then she does her own thing too. Like, she'll go out and she'll like go speak places. She'll but she she's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she um, she does like a lot of collaborations with other dancehall artists, and she like she takes pride in what she does, and she takes pride in her body. She like, she's like she's really confident in herself, and that's what I like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I look up to my dad because he like oh. he does like entertainment and stuff, which kind of made me get into entertainment community. Shout out the spec. Because like I told him, I was it yesterday? Hmm. I think it was yesterday. I told him that I wanted to do basketball. He was like, "Yeah, you can do basketball, but you just gotta practice or something like that." And I was like, "Okay, let's go outside then." But he wouldn't go outside because we were about to watch TV or something. But like, cause like his studio is like right above my room, so like if he has a session or something at his house, like. At his house, like she yeah. don't live here. <laughs> like if if he has a session or something, then like I could not sleep. Like he will blast it so loud, and I could like hear him like spitting into the mic or something. And like I was like, wow, that's a good beat. And then that's where I got like dance and like music and entertainment from. So I look up to my dad. Nice, I like that. Tears ain't saying me. That's all right, down. That's okay. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. <laughs> when you think of a, um, do you guys have any like quotes? That you can think of that you live by, or like a favorite quote that. Oh, on my phone it says, um, "It says make better decisions." What does that mean to you? It's like okay, so my teacher she had said it one time, and I was just like, and like I was like I had a bad day because like I had failed a test, and I was just like I was like I was like really you mad failed the test. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> And I was just like, I was so mad about my grade, and I was just like, and then I heard her say it, and she was like, make better decisions to the whole class. You know, Miss Culpepper? Mm-hmm. Miss Culpepper speaks facts. So does Miss Brown. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Miss Culpepper is so bipolar. But yeah, she really <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know her. Oh. <laughs> but, like, she said it, and I was just like, yeah. Like, I was just like making better decisions. Like, do you feel like you make good decisions now? Mm-hmm. I feel like 
<laughs> you sounded so sarcastic. Because <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm. That sounded so sarcastic. I was like, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I like how, like, whenever I make a decision, I'm just like, okay, is this going to be right for me? Should I be doing this? Is this going to better me off? Like, I tried to, like, I tried to study more. Because after I failed that test, I, I was reali- I re- I was realizing that I was, like, I was falling back. And I was just like, I, I can't do this. Like, I have to get my grades up. I have to get my grades up. And then my teacher, she was just like, because I have, like, I have a lot of Bs right now. And, like, and, she was, and my teacher noticed it. She was just like, oh, like, how I noticed that you're falling back in school whenever she saw that I failed the test. And I was just like, and then that was a wake-up call to me that I needed to, like, start getting on my grind and doing things better. I feel like a quote for me is, I don't know, I have, I follow like a lot of quote pages on Snapchat, so I'll just be like, Snapchat, I mean, screenshot, (laughs) screenshot, screenshot, because I'm like, oh yes, I like all these quotes, but like, mostly the quotes that are like, I don't know, like, mostly the ones that make me feel confident, like, Oh, you don't don't listen to other people, or especially don't listen to other people, because I have a really bad problem with listening to other people's mm. opinions. Mm. My uh, favorite quote was from my mom: "Was that if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready." Hey, your mom loves saying that too. She <laughs> yeah. texts me that all the time. Because like, um, she's like, at the beginning of the year, you have to like stay ready for like the beginning of the year, so that you won't have to get. Because like, if I like get all A's a semester, then you won't have to like, you won't have to like. I mean, it's hard to explain because like. It's like if you stay ready, it's just, it's just you. As stay long as if you stay ready. on through your game, yeah, basically, then you they can't catch you ready. off. You can't yeah. be caught on guard. I love that. I love that, baby girl. Baby girl, <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who do you look up to? Because I know you like yes, I'm pretty V and be Simone, but like I don't look up to them though. Like I use them as entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely proud of them for their grind and their hard work that they put in and how far they've come. Because I followed yeah. them for so long. But I look up to um, I look up to a few people. One of my favorite people is Angela Bassett. Um, I don't know if y'all know who she is. She's an older actress, Ashley. And um, I've been following her career for I don't know how long. And she's been one of my favorite actresses. But when it comes to, like, being positive and um, being a person that speaks into other people's lives, I would definitely have to say Yala Vanzant. So um, she's somebody that I feel like she's on a mission to help change people and get them to do exactly what she was talking about, which is work on self and that's something that I'm big on. It's like you looking in the mirror and understanding that. I think I was just telling Tiza this the other day. You look. You have to look in the mirror and understand that your life will be painted the way you paint it. You're the artist. You're the you're the author. So how, whatever story you're trying to write is up to you. How it ends is up to you. How it how it falls apart or get built up is up to you. And I think that that's one of the things that Iyana does. On a, like a bigger scale than I'm doing, but that's my girl. <laughs> that's who I look up to. So, what is it that do you guys feel like um, when your parents are trying to tell you something? Is it something that you feel like you you hear? Like when we're giving you all advice and you hear, it, like you just said, you, you your mom, your quote is from your mom. Mm-hmm. And do you think that parents think y'all not listening and are y'all really like taking in mm-hmm. what's yes. being said? Do you are you able to walk what's being said? Yes. I okay. 
This is one thing that you do. You're like, um... Me? Yeah, you always say, oh, never mind. I'll just mind my own business. And, oh, yeah, you did that this morning because you were giving me advice and then you were like, oh, never mind. It's not my life. I hate when you say that because I'm like, <laughs> I was listening and you just want to stop. And you always said that you're like, oh, it's not my life. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I listen to you even though you're like, oh, she's probably not listening, but it's okay. You probably don't understand, especially when people say you don't understand. Just because I'm a certain age, I understand still. I try to understand. Even if I don't understand, I'll try my best. But, yeah, I do listen to both my parents, really, because they'll give you, like, a taste of that real world. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but they'll give you, like, they'll give you inspiration. I mean, I feel like the things that, like, my mom says, things that my father says, it's like, it's like, like my dad the other day, the other day my dad, he was telling me about how, what boys want and what boys are thinking. And I was just like. Ooh, that was a good combo. And I was just like, because a lot of, because like I used to hang out with the boys a lot. Mm-hmm. Like in sixth grade, I used to like sit with them at lunch and like I could hear their conversations and like. It's not good. Like <laughs> yeah, all they talk like, about is girls and sports and shoes. That's all. Like they love. Like I feel like a part of why girls are so insecure is because of boys. Mm. Because girls are always like, oh, like, what are you gonna think about this? Or, yeah. I wonder if my hair is cute enough for. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know. That's why you was about to like, say no, it. I, I do know, but it's like. <laughs> my mom, like, whenever she has, like, a lecture with me or something, if I did something bad, but I don't, like, because <laughs> <laughs> I really don't do it. I'm a really, like, good girl, but in compared her. Compared to these people Yeah, compared there. to other people, I'm a really good girl, but, like, in her, high, in her eyes, she thinks I'm a good girl, but sometimes she doesn't. And, like, she thinks that I'm not listening sometimes because she'll be like, what did I just say? And I'll be like, um... Oh, yeah, she does it all the time. I'm like, like, um, I don't really know. But it's like the important important stuff. Like, that's the stuff that pops out and that I will listen to and stuff. But, like, I listen to my mom, but, like, if it doesn't make sense, then, like, I would have been like, hmm? I just spaced out. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't really understand anymore. And then I would just, like, she'll be like, okay, I'm done. And I'll just walk away back up to my mom. I'll be like, okay, fine. I feel like whenever I, like, whenever my mom Into the mic, soft talker. I feel like whenever my mom, is that going (laughs) to I feel like when my mom is talking and, like, I'm not really listening to her, she gets so butthurt that I'm not (laughs) listening to her. I'm just like, I mean, I want to listen to you. Like, I feel like you have something good to say, but, like, it's kind of (laughs) boring. Like, I don't want to, like, you're lecturing me right now, and I'm just like, "Mm." Especially if it lasts for a long time. Or if it's about the same thing, it's just like. Yeah, just, like, be quiet. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I have like an hour and thirty minute lectures with my mom, like oh, almost no. like like once a week. <laughs> See, my like, mom can't even <laughs> she, she can't because I don't do. It's like if I like if I get one bag, if I get like a seventy or something on like a worksheet or something, she'll have like an hour lecture. Or if I have a bad attitude that day because I didn't have a good day at school, she'll have like a two hour to one like one hour and thirty minute lecture with me. 
Like, whenever, like, whenever my mom says, like, come get the groceries, and then she'll say, Anton, Trey, come here, and we're like, just put your phone on the bed, because she's going to ask for it later. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always leave. Every single time I'm about to get in trouble, I leave whatever electronic I have on the bed. But I feel like I put more pressure on myself than my mom does, because, like, if I get in trouble at school, then I'll, like, you can ask Evie, like, She'll I will start crying. crying. I'll be like, my mom's going to get so mad at me and not get home. She's like, it's okay. I'm like. No, punish me, because I, I just <laughs> cried over this. <laughs> I get so mad. I'm like, I, why do I put so much pressure on myself? Like, I don't know. I don't know why. Speaking of that, though, like, the pressure it is to get good grades, is that, um, mm. like, a big thing in y'all school, too? Like, as far as, um, yes. mm-hmm. I'm thinking as far as, like, being a black, brown girl, do you feel like you have to work harder to be in a certain category or to even be taken seriously? Is there pressure there? Yeah. I feel like the teacher that understands this the most this year, even though... Miss Felder? Yeah, Miss Felder. Miss Felder. She, yeah, she mentioned... I don't want to get her in trouble or anything like that, but I remember when I came into the school just to have a chat. That was one of the things she kind of like... When she was walking me back out, kind of gave me like a little, you know, because... And yeah, pointed to the back of her hand. Yeah, She's like... I feel like she really encourages me with my skin. Because one day I, like, did a twist on or whatever, and I was, like, she was really complimenting my hair. And, like, I was not, like, feeling confident in my hair that day. And she was, like, oh, your hair looks really nice. Like, every time I wear my hair out, she's, like, as soon as I take out my braids the first day, she's, like, oh, I like the puff. I'm, like, every day I wear that puff. And, Mm. like, today it's just, like, oh, I like your puff. And it, like, makes me feel confident. But I feel like we do have to work harder because. I want to know with your Guyanese background, Mm -hmm. heritage. How does that play a part in you being who you are today? Like, your your culture? It's so, like, okay, one thing is people people assume automatically that I'm Indian. But, like, Caribbean? Okay, so, like, being Caribbean has, like, a really big impact on my life. Like, mm. my parents, they were born and raised in Guyana. And I feel like sometimes, like, Cause they're so Caribbean people are so strict. Like you had a Caribbean mother, right? No, I never said that. <laughs> I just <laughs> no. I, when, like people assume that I'm from the Caribbean or from Jamaica or something like that because I rep it really, really hard, and mm-hmm. I say my spirit resonates with Jamaica. I've never said I was from Jamaica though. Okay, but like, okay, so growing up with Caribbean parents is like a real like it's like they're lit, like especially <laughs> at parties. Mm. Oh, yeah, now that yeah. I can agree with. Yes, yes like, waistline going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's, like, the good part. Caribbean people, they're, like, they're really nice and genuine. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, they have, like, respect for other people. Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever it comes to <laughs> strictness, part, I was like, oh, they're really what? strict. Mm. Licks, in, in Guyana, we call it licks. It's like getting a good beat down. Oh my gosh! I remember when I was little, I used to. She's stressed. Like, she's, she's stressing about when it right now. now. <laughs> and then like, she's like, you having flashbacks? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I used to like. I remember it was one time. It was like after Halloween. Like they let me have my fun, get get some candy, and I had gotten a detention. Oh, yeah, and oh my gosh, that. She got beat after she went <laughs> trick-or-treating. <laughs> Getting this attention, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, and I was like, wait, they, they should have asked for your Halloween candy. <laughs> Give me that. Bring me that Halloween candy, too. <laughs> but, like, 
Caribbean parents are so strict. Like, if you, if you, and like, you know, Jaden, he's, mm-hmm. he's Jamaican too. And he was just like talking to me and we were like. Oh yeah, his mom's strict. Like, like, if you say, if you say something, it's like, you're ungrateful, ting this. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, if, if you don't do, if you don't listen, if you don't, oh, if you like throw away your, li- your little leftovers, you're ungrateful, ting this. Like, it's <laughs> like, yo, like, like, they're just, like, I feel like sometimes it's, like, a burden that I carry on my back because, like, mm-hmm. they still think that they're living in their era. Because it was not easy for them growing up. They, right. they grew up in poverty. They had to, like, they had to carry barrels of water to, like, to have water and provide for the family. It was not easy. And I feel like they still, like, they, they put it on me mm-hmm. that, like, oh, look, you have so much and, like, and that I'm not realizing what I have. But I do. And, like, my mom, she's so strict with me. Like, you see, like, how she didn't even let me sleep over tonight. Like, she just wants to protect me. I feel like my mom does represent, like, okay. Can you speak into the mic? She'll say. (laughs) (laughs) She'll say she's Jamaican, but, like, we also listen to, wait, what is it called? Afrobeats. And I feel like that's also part of, they kind of have, like, not the same music, but similar music. And she, I just feel like she strongly represents her heritage. Like, she'll be like, I don't know, she just teaches me about it. And it's, like, really, like like I said before, inspiring. Because, like, it's about, like, what I said before. It's, like, ancestors of, like, what we had to, what they had to go through back then. And it's, like... Did they have to do this and that? And Showing you how to have appreciation yeah. for where, where how like, far we come. Yeah. What's the one thing y'all want us to pull from this, this conversation? Talk. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the most important thing in this conversation was to not like downgrade yourself. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't let your, basically like you said, like you're your own enemy. So don't. Let yourself think you're less than what you actually are. Mm. So, yeah. I feel like having confidence is something that's important in a young woman's life. To always, like, to not care what people think and to do your own thing. I feel like don't, like, doubt yourself in anything. Like, if you say that, oh, I want to look like this person, but I don't look like that, like, you have to look at the positive things about you, but it's like Evie said, it's always that one flaw that like that you doubt about yourself. It's always that one little thing that like like it like shows a lot about. But I'm just saying like don't doubt yourself and just have self confidence. I feel like it's always gonna be that one part of you that's gonna be like, I wish it was different, you know? Cause you're always gonna have you're always gonna have that doubt in yourself, but you're gonna it's you and you have to live with it. Because no matter, because God puts you on this earth for, like, a reason. And so that's why, like, I think that's, I think that's, like, important for you to, like, always have confidence in yourself. Sometimes that, like, it's the, like, the one, like, negative thing about it. Sometimes it encourages me and it helps me have self-confidence about myself because, it's like, why look at that mm-hmm. one thing when you could look at all the other positive things? And it helps me encourage myself and 
get like it helps me like bring my positivity up to a like to a better level than what it already was before. I love that. I love all of that. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. I want to thank y'all for coming on my voice with Darren friends. You already know the deal. You. That is. <laughs> she been waiting to say that for a minute. Now, how how do I say it, Teresa? You be like, what's the deal? You. You gotta put your voice up at the end. <laughs> you want to tell me how to do it? Is that what, is that what you're doing? I, I don't normally say it at the end, but for you this one time I will. What's the dealio? No. I do say it like that. You have to put your voice up like that. Yep. It's what's the dealio? Yeah. Alright. I know. <laughs> we out this piece. Yeah, she was about to say something else. <laughs> <laughs>